relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. They've labeled conservatives, supporters of President Trump, racist bigots, anti-Semites. If you wore a red hat in public in the wrong places, you could get abuse hurled at you. But where is the home of institutionalized racism in America today? Is it in fact on the right? Or could it be on the left? And could it be on the campuses of our wokest universities? Sad to say, what you're about to see and hear is from the University of Pennsylvania. Let's play the cut. Do you guys remember the photo of the kids and men laughing and smiling as they sat on top of the Israeli military jeep captured by our freedom fighters? Yes! Do you remember that picture? Yes! How about the photos of the bulldozer breaking through the deadly border? Do you remember that picture? Yes! And the several other joyful and powerful images which came from the glorious October 7th? Yes! I want you to picture those in your mind. I want you all to remember how you felt when you saw those images and heard the news. I remember feeling so empowered and happy, so confident that victory was near and so tangible. I felt empowered. I felt happy as she saw the images of the massacre of the innocents on October 7th. How is that happening? on America's streets, on America's campuses, and what do we do about it? Let's talk to a good friend of the show. She's a senior fellow with the Independent Women's Forum, and most importantly, former U.S. Deputy Special Envoy to combat anti-Semitism, Ellie Kohanim. Welcome to America First. Thank you, Seb. It's so good to be with you. Uh, It's good to have you back on the show. The circumstances are far from ideal. You are the perfect guest to discuss what we've witnessed here in the United States and across the globe, frankly, for the last five weeks. Uh, It looks to me that your kind of work is needed more than ever and that we have a rising tide of anti-Semitism that sadly is no longer limited to the fringes, but whether it's on the streets of Manhattan, in the fancy homes of Hollywood, or on the campuses of some of the most elite educational institutions in America, it seems that it's worse than it's ever been. Am I exaggerating the situation, Ellie? Sebastian, you are not at all exaggerating. I wish that you were. What we have seen is a 400% increase in anti-Semitism since the October 7th uh, attack on Israel. And, um, and so I can't even call this an increase. This is an onslaught. It's a tsunami. It's a war not only that Hamas waged against Israel, but an international war being waged against Jews everywhere, and unfortunately right here at home in the United States. 
When, when you see this recrudescence, this revitalization of anti-Semitism, what do you see as, as the driving forces? Is it just decades of, of gestation and now a germination of radical ideologies in the classrooms, in social media? Or, or is there something more organized? Are there people who are funding these kinds of activities? Because we, we see events across the globe from you know, Sydney Opera House to half a million people on the streets of of the UK, we see protests in Paris and elsewhere. What, what, uh, is there a driving force behind what we're witnessing? Sebastian, these are all really great, uh, great questions. And um, so there are a lot of factors here. And um, I'm happy to spend just a few minutes trying to tease, tease it all out with you. Um, so first of all, um, to your question about, you know, how long has this been building up? The problems on our university campuses have been building for quite some time. There's been um, a, a, a tremendous, I mean, millions, if not billions of uh, foreign funding dollars flowing to our universities from the Middle East, from countries like Qatar, but also from Saudi Arabia, which um, has more recently taken a, a turn for moderation. But historically, the Saudis, um, you know, were exporting Wahhabi extremists, radical Islamist ideology as well. And so we're, we're in a situation where billions of dollars from Arab countries have been flowing to our universities and also countries like China. And the universities are illegally not reporting this foreign funding to the U.S. government. So this is something that we uncovered in the Trump administration, and it's becoming more widely understood now with an expose that the journalist Barry Weiss just published two weeks ago. So this is one major factor. Again, is foreign funding that comes with... Um, you know, it comes with with things attached to the funding. You know, they're not just bequeathing money to our universities. There, there are demands back, and part of the consequence of this FARS funding is this um, hatred towards Jews and Israel that's being bred on our campuses. So that's one one factor here. Then you've got um, the international synchronization, Sebastian, which you were pointing to. You know, if we think about the turn of events and what happened was on October 7th, there was atrocities committed against Jews in Israel. And before the Israeli military had a chance to respond, before the Israelis had even identified their dead who had been um, brutally massacred, never mind even had a chance to bury their dead, we saw this... Um, you know, coordinated rallies all over the world in support of Hamas. And so the fact that they were able to work so quickly and that these rallies have so much, you know, similarity in what you see in them, these pro-Hamas rallies, it, it's very clear that this is a coordinated global effort. And, um, and so that's where you get another state actor involved, which is the Islamic Republic of Iran. And Sebastian, you and I have spoken about the Iranian influence for, for quite some time. Um, and so Iran, as an example, for years has been has been hosting something called the Al-Guds Day rallies around the world. Al-Guds in Arabic means Jerusalem, and it's the day of, of hate, basically. They've had these hate fests every year uh, around the world where you would see pro-terrorist mobs um, pro, you know, rallying in, country, in countries and cities around the world, in Paris and Berlin and London and even in places like New York more recently. And so they have created a template 
where um, the Palestinian flags are ready to go, the, the pro-terrorist slogans are ready to go, the genocidal chant of from the river to the sea, um, which would call for the elimination of all Israel. They have this all ready to go. And so you see that this was all teed up. And immediately after Hamas commits these atrocities, you have a global, um, coordinated, organized effort coming out on the attack on Jews. And Sebastian, I want to say one other thing on this. I think it's also a minimization, a minimization and also um, perhaps not quite understanding what is going on to only focus on the Jew hatred aspect of what is happening here. What we're experiencing right now is also a war on Western civilization. Yes. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. And and to your point about, you know, who's involved, merely the idea that the current administration sees Qatar as some kind of neutral party that will help negotiate uh, some kind of peace in Gaza. Let's tell a little bit about Qatar's involvement in a radical Islamic theology. The, the Qataris, uh, the ruling family there, um, have for years been espousing uh, the, a more radical form of, of Islamic theology. Um, and perhaps most importantly, Qatar hosts Hamas. Yeah. Uh, Ismail Haniya, the, the Hamas leader, lives in the Four Seasons in luxury um, on the Qatari bill, you know, off the Qatari checkbook. Um, there's photos of him on social media flying private jets. Um, so, so this is the country that is acting as a, you know, as, as the middleman here. And, and Sebastian, it, it is, you know, it's shameful that we have the Qataris playing this role because, on the one hand, you know, it seems like they've helped create the problem, and on the other hand, they're supposedly helping to solve the problem. Um, and so that, that's Qatar. And again, more than just the the role we're seeing from the Qataris right now in the hostage release is also um, Qatar's longtime role, again, in spending billions of dollars in the United States at our universities and also our think tanks. If you look at the think tanks in Washington, D.C., it's incredible how many of them are on Qatar's payroll. And so you will you will find that they're silent in moments like this because that's who's funding them. Yeah, funny how they get quiet all very, very suddenly. We're talking to the former Deputy Special Envoy to combat anti-Semitism, Eli Kohanim, Independent Women's Forum, IWF.org, and follow her at Eli Kohanim. That's C-O-H-A-N-I-M. I'm Sebastian Gorka. If you enjoy the deep dive, the long-form interviews with true experts, like Ellie and Real Newsmakers. Make sure you are subscribed to the one-on-one interviews. Go to whichever podcast platform you prefer. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gawker, America First. Leave us a five-star review and share the links with your friends. And if you want to be safe again, if you want the world to be a stable place and for Americans to prosper, support President Trump. Put this yard sign with his booking photo from Atlanta in your front yard. It says Trump 2024. We put it on a t-shirt. We put it on a mug. Get yours today at sebgorkastore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A store.com. And more important than that, please support him directly at donaldjtrump.com. That's donaldjtrump.com.
Threats to our financial freedom and stability are growing. China, Russia, India, Brazil, and Saudi Arabia are conducting international trade in local currencies, not the U.S. dollar. Rising interest rates and bad loans are exposing the banking system and causing failures. The Biden administration sends hundreds of billions abroad while depleting our strategic oil reserves and ignoring crumbling infrastructure. However, the biggest financial threat may be coming from within. Central bank digital currency is real. Patents have been filed and the big banks have released plans for implementation. The vets at Midas Gold Group see tyrannical implications. The end of cash? The end of financial privacy? Big government able to see your every purchase? Could there be ties to a social credit system? You can own private currency. Gold and silver. Get free silver just for asking Midas Gold Group how you can use your retirement to own physical gold. Call Midas Gold Group today at 855-322-GOLD. That's 855-322-4653. MidasGoldGroup.com. All right, Thanksgiving is behind us. Christmas is just around the corner. The most blessed and joyous day of the year. Unless you're a little girl or boy whose mother or father is in prison and won't be with you on Christmas Day. That's where the Prison Fellowship Angel Tree Program comes in and helps these vulnerable children. Every holiday season, men and women just like you step up to help these children through no fault of their own who will feel well, abandoned this Christmas. They won't experience the joys of Christmas like other children. Just listen to one of them. This is Joseph, a little boy who was blessed last year by people like you in the Angel Tree Christmas program. I will write to my dad about what it what happened. And one Christmas gift I got from Angel Tree was a drawing pad. That was my favorite I got. I also got paint and colored pencils. I knew he knew what I wanted and he got the right thing. My name's Joseph and I love Angel Tree. Beautiful, utterly beautiful. Do you want to help out Joseph and the more than a million children in his situation in America? It's just $25 to get them a Christmas gift on behalf of their incarcerated mother or father with a note of love from their parent and the gospel. Make a difference today, $125 is five children who you'll make feel a little bit more loved this Christmas. You can call in your donation. It's treble eight two zero six two seven nine four to reach the late, great Chuck Colson's Angel Tree program. Or you can go to our website, sebgorka.com, and click on the Angel Tree banner at the top. That number again, treble eight two zero six two seven nine four or just go to S E B G O R K A. That's sebgorka.com and the Angel Tree banner at the top. Um, at the end of last week, we had lots of talk about temporary ceasefires, hostage negotiations, the exchange of... The, the thing that blows my mind, this idea, Ellie, that, that they're going to exchange 150 incarcerated terrorists for 50 hostages, and I guess the other 150 hostages can just be kept uh, forever. Can you talk to us, as somebody who's fought the extremists, who was right there fighting anti-Semitism for the Trump administration... The how we're not dealing with people who act in good faith. If you're a jihadi, if you're part of Hamas, whose founding charter talks of being part of the Muslim Brotherhood and the need to destroy Israel, how at the end of the day, these aren't people you can trust to negotiate with. Sebastian, exactly right. And, and let's remind everybody what happened on October 7th 
not only did Hamas invade the southern communities of Israel and um, kill 1,200 Israelis, Jews, and, and, and other nationals, but Israel has shared evidence that 80% of those massacred were first tortured. We're talking about women raped so brutally that their bones were broken. We're talking about people who were burned alive, children in front of parents, parents in front of children. I mean, the atrocities are just so horrific, Sebastian, that um, that it, it, you know, it's, it's been traumatic, to say the least, for people who have seen the 45-minute video footage compilation that Israeli authorities put together from Hamas's own GoPro videos that they took, these satanic people who actually videotaped themselves committing these horrific acts that I don't think any of us can wrap our brains again around just the, there's no other word for it besides satanic cruelty, savagery, barbaric actions that these people took. And so so these are the same people that now Israel is, um, is being asked to negotiate a hostage release. And so Sebastian, your cynicism your concern about, you know, how does this, how does this end? Any sort of a, of a ceasefire talk, a, you know, a hostage, hostage deal. I, I think your concern is exactly spot on because these are the savages that committed these atrocities against Israel in the first place. They kidnapped babies, toddlers, children, women, elderly, Holocaust survivors, the list goes on. Foreign workers, and so um, and so, the notion that that these are trusted individuals that you could have a, a negotiation, that you could have some sort of a deal, and they're going to hold up their end of the deal, it's it's very hard to believe. And and Sebastian, the other thing I want to mention right now is um, the far left call for ceasefire from almost the beginning of this. Um, it's you know, they call it a ceasefire, but basically Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, AOC, and the squad, what they're really demanding here is that Israel just die. You yeah. know, that, that Hamas commit atrocities and Israel just allow their citizens to just, you know, get killed, you know, be massacred and, and no reaction. Yeah. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Can, can you uh, explain maybe some random, you know, woke snowflake student 
is driving a rental car and they're listening to this radio channel by accident. Can you explain to people who may have heard this phrase, may have chanted it, why from the river to the sea is actually a genocidal phrase, Ali? With, uh, with pleasure. So from the river to the sea, um, well, what river and what sea are we talking about? So it's the, it's the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. Um, so the chant is from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, right? And so if you say to yourself, so what river to what sea? You're talking about the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. And so what lies between these two bodies of water is all of Israel, right? So these people who are chanting from the river to the sea are essentially chanting that all of Israel should be gone. And so clearly this is a genocidal chant, because if all of Israel is gone, then what happens to the 7 million Jews who live in Israel? Um, And there's no room, I think, in this genocidal chant for any Jewish existence in the Middle East. And Sebastian... That also, the the notion of not having any room for Israel in the Middle East, it ties back again to the radical Islamist ideology espoused by countries like the Islamic Republic and all of their terror proxies, um, and really espoused even by people like uh, Erdogan in Turkey, although he may not be as loud about it. And, And essentially, their issue is that they don't want a Jewish state to exist in the Middle East. They want a Middle East that is 100% through and through Islamic. No Christian presence, no Jewish presence. And if there are Christians and Jews, we should be dimmies. We should be second-class citizens according to Sharia law. Right, bingo. Uh, If you want to know more about what that means, Dibby, check out my first book, the one that propelled me to the White House, Defeating Jihad. That and all of my books are available at sebgorkastore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A store.com. Please follow this brave lady on Twitter at Eli Kohanim, C-O-H-A-N-I-M. And please follow us on all the social media platforms. Just look for Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka on Truth Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Get a Telegram. You can watch this show on your Roku, your Firestick device, or on the Salem News Channel app. And don't forget, my Substack for unique content by me and direct access to me at SebastianGorka.substack.com. That's SebastianGorka.substack.com. On this, MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell wants to thank you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. You will receive a queen-size MyPillow for just $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more for a king-size. You will receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code GORKA to receive this amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, or call 800 829 This offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's time to start getting the quality sleep you deserve. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A, or call 800-829-8468 today. MyPillow.com, code Gorka. If you love listening to America First as we adore making this show for you, please support those who make it possible. Great patriots, friends of President Trump, 
like Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, the pillow that never gets hot, never loses shape. More than 81 million sold. Yes, they are that good. He's celebrating 20 years of my pillow. Get an incredible special deal on the queen size right now. And there's more than 200 other items on his website made by Americans here in America for you. If you're looking for that Christmas treat for yourself or your loved ones and you don't want to buy that Chinese garbage on Amazon, go right now to MyPillow.com. They've got everything from the MyPillow pet beds that my dogs Leia and Killian adore to my favorites, the sheepskin line slippers, but pajamas, towels, mattress toppers, you name it, up to 66% off with my name at MyPillow.com. Or call them up. Talk to a human being. How nice is that? A human being here in America. 800-829-8468. That number again. Write it down. 800-829-8468. Or just go to mypillow.com. Promo code G-O-R-K-A. All right. I'm going to unleash the warrior queen. I'm going to ask her to comment on the Biden administration foreign policy, especially with regards to Iran and what they've done for the last three years. Um, But first, your reaction, Ellie, to (laughs) massive, unheard of, you mentioned it in the beginning, explosions of anti-Semitic attacks in America. Less than 3% of the population of America are Jewish. More than 60% of the hate crimes are against Jews. So what happens after October the 7th, the biggest massacre of Jews since the Shoah, since the Holocaust? From the podium at the White House, the diversity hire, Karine Jean-Pierre states, we are going to have a new strategy, a national strategy to counter Islamophobia. Your reaction, Ellie? It's shocking. It's horrifying. Um, Jews in America right now, Sebastian, are having these kinds of conversations. They're wondering if this there was a golden age in America where Jews were safe and where we're no longer safe. Jewish families are sitting around the kitchen table and wondering if... Um, if they can continue planning on living in the United States because history has taught Jews that um, countries will turn against them. You know, Jews in Germany before the Holocaust were um, were fully assimilated into Germany. They were, you know, in the highest positions in, in the professions, in government, in academia. And, you know, that society turned against them. Jews in America right now are buying guns at historic rates. Synagogues right now are offering Jewish communities self-defense classes. Um, and, and the reason why this is, again, is because there has been this 400 percent spike in anti-Semitic um, incidents and attacks against Jews in America since October 7th. So this is not just a, a scary feeling that Jews are having. These are based on facts. And in Los Angeles, about a week and a half ago, there was an elderly Jewish gentleman who was at a pro-Israel rally, and across from them was a pro-Hamas rally. And one of the people from this pro-Hamas rally gets into an altercation with the the pro-Israel man, with Paul Kessler, takes a megaphone, slams him in the face. Paul Kessler winds up on the uh, falling on the sidewalk and dying. LAPD finally made an arrest. They still haven't called this a hate crime. So this is the state of affairs in the United States right now. The fact that the response to that is for Karine Jean-Pierre and Susan Sarandon to be talking about Islamophobia 
and also VP Kamala Harris, let's not forget her, to at this moment when Jews are literally under attack, when you have Jewish college students being physically assaulted, when, again, a Jewish man in Los Angeles was murdered, at that moment to turn around and to talk about Islamophobia instead of just focusing on what's actually taking place, which is, again, Jews are under attack right now, it's unconscionable, Sebastian. There's just no- nothing else to say. It's unconscionable. It's un-American. Makes you um, raise the question, makes you wonder if they really don't want American Jews to be safe. We're talking to the former Deputy Special Envoy to combat anti-Semitism, Eli Kohanim. Follow her at the website, the Independent Women's Forum, iwf.org, and also on social media at Eli Kohanim. Is there much worse than knowing somebody who lives in pain every single day? That was my mother for more than 25 years. She suffered from rheumatism, from arthritis, um, and it was hard to watch. She kind of got used to it, I guess, in some way, shape, or form and struggled through it. But if, if you're that person or if you know somebody like that, is there a better gift you could give them? this Christmas than liberation from their daily pain. There's more than a million people who have successfully liberated themselves with the natural 100% drug-free product Relief Factor. I'm one of them. I had a lower back pain issue that plagued me for nine years, for almost a decade. I took Relief Factor. I was pain-free two weeks later, and I'm still pain-free almost five years later. Its ingredients... Resveratrol, curcumin, omega-3s attack the source of the pain, which is the inflammation, on four separate pathways, metabolic pathways. If you've had enough, if you've tried everything else and failed, order the three-week quick starter pack right now at relieffactor.com. You know it makes sense. Ask yourself a very simple question. What do you have to lose? If the only answer is the pain, you know what to do. Call right now, 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Write the number down, 1-800-473-5433, or just go to relieffactor.com. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. Call now. That's not Gaza. It's not the West Bank. That isn't the streets of Islamabad. That's in one of the most civilized modern nations in the world. That's right outside the Sydney Opera House. I've been there. Australia is a wonderful country. But there you have immigrants and people who were born there screaming, gas the Jews, after October the 7th. Gas the Jews. What's the right response? What can be done? Let's ask Ellie. Uh, Ellie, um, a lot of people, not a lot of people, a handful of brave people, people like Douglas Murray have said that behavior like that uh, cannot be permitted in decent society. Uh, Yes, we have freedom of speech in America, but if you are calling for the murder of an ethnic group, uh, for example, and you are an immigrant, you should be stripped of your status and you should be deported from the country. You're the expert. You fought anti-Semitism as a government officer of the Trump administration. What is the right response? What, What tools, what options do we have 
to stop this rising hatred that, as you mentioned, is costing the lives of American citizens? Sebastian, we have to look at immigration policies and understand the repercussions. When when migrants are allowed in from other countries by the millions, which is what we've seen from uh, from Middle East, North Africa, this migration from Middle East, North Africa to the European continent, to Australia, and now here to the United States as well. We have to understand that people come with um, biases, with an education that they had from their home countries. And unfortunately, for a vast majority of people coming from the Middle East, North Africa, they have been indoctrinated since childhood to hate the Jews, but also to hate Western civilization, to hate our Western values. And, you know, I understand one might ask, you know, you might ask yourself, why are these people who hate our very values? Why? Why are the people who hate our very values? Why are they coming to our countries? Um, you know, that's a whole other question. I can't answer that. But what I can say is that for policymakers who are making these decisions about, again, about how much migration we allow, how many immigrants we allow into our countries, where are they coming from? Is there a vetting process? Um, these are really important questions to understand. Again, that if you allow in people who are documented to um, to hate Jews, to have been indoctrinated to hate Jews and to hate Israel, then they're going to import with themselves, you know, they're coming into these countries with these ideologies of hatred. And so we cannot be surprised when we see these hate fests um, taking place on the streets of European countries, of Australia, and here in the United States as well. We cannot be surprised by this. So now the question behooves us, what do you do when people show support for terrorism? And, um, and so certainly we need to be thinking about deporting people who are supporting terrorism. It is illegal against American law to, uh, to offer any support to foreign terrorist organizations, Hamas being one of them. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was a green card holder for more than a decade after I married my wife and before I moved here and was naturalized. And I, I found it rather interesting that, you know, in, in the 2000 aughts, I'd be traveling across the Atlantic as a foreign national and I'd have to fill in an immigration card. And the, one of the questions on the U.S. immigration card was, are you or have you ever been a member of the National Socialist Workers' Party of Germany? Uh, as if I was, you know, a hundred-year-old guard at Treblinka. They're asking us whether you are a member of the Nazi party. Well, if that level of ideological screening is permitted 50 or 60 years after World War II, why aren't we doing that kind of ideological screening for people who believe in global jihadism or the caliphate? Yeah, absolutely. We should be doing that. But, but Sebastian, I also want to say, and, and you know this better than anyone, um, the people who are coming again from countries in the Middle East, North Africa, almost impossible to vet. 
and the, and they're never going to be honest about about their ideologies. So, um, you know, I'm very concerned for Europe. I am very concerned when I see a hundred thousand pro jihadis marching in London. Um, I am concerned for the future of London. When I see you know hundred again thousands upon thousands of people pro jihadis marching in Paris, marching in Italy, and marching here in the United States, I worry about us because I know that they, these are people who, again, they hate the West, they hate our values, and, um, and often what they do is they come into Western countries, they use our freedoms against us. So they use, in the United States, they will use free speech, they will use free assembly, and it will all be in the effort to undermine the United States and our values in the West. And so it's, you know, this is a big wake-up call. Sebastian, it's just time for the United States, for the, for you know, for the Democrats even. Um, everyone needs to understand what we're facing here. This is a a war against Western civilization, and what October seventh has done, it has revealed to us who in our societies are are the jihadis, who are the people who hate Western values, who are the people who will take gay men and women and throw them off the rooftops. Who are the people who will take women and try to force women to wear hijabs by, you know, by threat of death? Who are these people? They are, they are beginning to reveal themselves to us. Yeah. And it's not against Western civilization. Let's be specific. This is a war. This is a brutal barbarian's war against Judeo-Christian civilization. We're talking to Eli Kohanim, former deputy special envoy to combat anti-Semitism. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. Have you struggled with daily pain? Have you tried everything else and failed to find relief? If that's the case, you should do right now what more than a million people have done, me included, and that's try Relief Factor. Relief Factor is liberating more than a million people from their daily pain. People like Yvonne from California. Just listen to Yvonne's story. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them gave us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Just those two words, pain-free, should be reason enough for you to order the three-week quick starter pack right now at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less, taking morning and evening like I do, and I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee. By the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you, like it works for me, Yvonne, and over a million of your fellow Americans. Call today. You have nothing to lose. Well, except for the pain. 1-800, the number four, relief, or just go to relieffactor.com. You deserve to know if you could be the next success story. I think you could be, but there's only one way to find out. Call right now, 1-800-473-5433. That's relieffactor.com. That's 1-800-473-5433, or just go to relieffactor.com. So, um... Last big question for you, Ellie, and it's it's a request I have for you to the Jews of America, most of whom are secular and really don't have a warm place in their heart for Israel. The Orthodox community understood that President Trump was the most philo-Semitic president since the re-establishment of Israel in, in 1948. 
But this is, this is a tough time for all Jews, people who are afraid. You said the skyrocketing figures for those who are finally exercising their Second Amendment rights and purchasing firearms for the first time because of what they witnessed in Israel. In, in this era of heightened hatred and avowed open anti-Semitism on the streets of America and the world, what is your advice to, to those of the Jewish faith or, 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 or Jewish heritage in America who are waking up to their identity and who might be afraid? I think um, American Jews need to understand that the world that um, perhaps their parents and grandparents uh, lived in, where um, the Democrat Party might have been a place that made sense for for American Jews to to support and to be a part of. That party just doesn't exist any longer, and uh, and so you know they ha- American Jews have to kind of understand that the Democrat Party, that centrist um, old world <laughs> Democrat Party just doesn't exist any longer. The Democrat Party has now been hijacked by their far left. And their far left are screaming, you know, they're screaming for genocide right now. They're screaming, you know, from the river to the sea. And so, you know, I very much hope that American Jewry understands that what we're witnessing right now is what's called the Red-Green Alliance. It's the alliance of the left with radical Islamists. The left onto themselves are small and not that powerful. The radical Islamists left onto themselves are also small, not that powerful. When these two groups align with each other, they become much louder, much more powerful, and much bigger. And so this is what we have right now is this leftist Islamist alliance which is truly threatening the security and well-being of American Jewry and Jews worldwide. So it really behooves American Jewry to understand that this is where we're at right now in 2023. I hope that they'll understand that um, there's just far more support yeah. for for. Jewish communities and for the security of Israel among the Republican Party, among conservatives. And I hope that they'll start, you know, marching with their feet and voting like likewise, understanding that this is the reality. The radicals are in the minority, but they are louder. Now it's time for your voice to be heard. I am so buoyed. I'm so delighted and grateful that the most popular item on the America First website right now, it really shocked me, is this t-shirt. It's the photograph of the president, my former boss, at the Temple Wall, the only serving president to go there, with a very simple phrase in English and Hebrew, our fight. We put it on a mug so you can tell the world who you are and that you stand with those who are part of our Judeo-Christian civilization. Go to sebgorkastore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A store.com. You've been listening to America First one-on-one, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Keep your head on a swivel. Watch your six. Hold the line. Never give up. Never give in. And stay frosty. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. I have a dream. 
not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you. And the people... This is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Greetings, dear friends. Welcome. The only man to serve two presidents and to do so as both National Security Advisor and the Secretary of State. That's quite, quite an achievement. That was Dr. Henry Kissinger, a... um, an exile who ran away from Germany as a Jew, who ended up as a, I think it was a sergeant. He was an NCO driving Jeeps, a driver in the U.S. Army during World War II, to go from that to rise to the highest levels of power in the most powerful and greatest nation on God's green earth. It's quite an achievement. We have to recognize that. Dr. Kissinger passed yesterday at the ripe old age of 100. I got to meet him more than once. He was a little bit of a fanboy around the Trump administration. He, um, I don't know what he did there because he just seemed to wander around the West Wing. I think he missed being at the epicenter of geopolitics. He used to come in and drink coffee and sit around and chat with uh, guests. So I... Um, I think I've got a photograph with him somewhere. Uh, People have been asking me to react since I mentioned his passing yesterday on social media. Lots of reaction, lots of comments. I'll say this. They say um, never speak ill of the dead. I don't know if I agree with that. But neither do I agree with all those who are celebrating his death and especially with regards to Vietnam and Cambodia, um, lunatics of the ilk of the late Christopher Hitchens who were screaming that he'd be strung up from a gallows as some kind of mass murder and war criminal for what happened in Southeast Asia, especially in Laos and Cambodia. Let's be clear about war. War is a rather absurd activity. Why? Because we try to regulate it. We have these things called the laws of war, jus ad bello and jus in bello, when you can go to war and how you must behave in a state of war. We even have conventions, the Hague and Geneva conventions that regulate how must you treat enemy combatants and prisoners of war, which on the face of it, it's rather obscene. It's rather absurd. Why? What kind of regulations can you have after you say, I can kill a citizen of another country simply because they're a citizen of another country wearing a uniform and they're at war with me? Seems a bit perverse, doesn't it? But admit to yourself, that's war. War is killing other people because they're from another country. And in warfare, guess what? 
in Cambodia, in Laos, in Vietnam, in France, in Germany, civilians die. People to this very day debate the morality of Truman's dropping the nuclear weapons, uh, little man and fat boy, on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, wiping out tens, hundreds of thousands of individuals in the blink of an eye. Well, guess what? We did it without nuclear weapons. Allied Bomber Command dropped incendiary bombs on the city of Dresden in Germany in one night through the firestorm that was so created, killing more people than died as a result of one of those nuclear bombs. Yeah, burned to death by old-school incendiary bombs. Those weren't military targets. Those were civilians. So, please, don't misrepresent the history of mankind. It's not about progress. The history of mankind is the history of war. If you want to understand the existence over millennia of this species on the planet that is Earth. That history is written in blood. It is written in conflict. Whether it was tribes to begin with, whether it was clans, then empires or city-states, or whether after 1840, after 1648 and the Treaty of Westphalia, It became what we understand today as the modern nation-state, as opposed to empires. The history of mankind is written in the conflict between those groups. Tribes, clans, empires, city-states, and nations. Now, perhaps the most important thing... Dr. Henry Kissinger should be remembered for, and it's not his book Diplomacy and his PhD thesis on Bismarck, which as far as I'm concerned would make a good doorstop, a truly boring tome that people who've never read think is so amazing. No, Kissinger's lasting negative legacy is his decision to convince then-President Nixon to recognize and work with and open relations with China. As that old phrase goes, best read in the original Klingon, only Nixon could go to China. We understand the geopolitical logic of the time. You want to drive a wedge between two communist powers, between Moscow and Beijing and separate them from each other by pallying up to the Asian Marxist regime. But what was the consequence? I'll tell you what the consequence was. In the 1970s, China was really a third world country. Most Chinese people didn't have a pair of shoes to wear. It was feudal. It was agrarian. By opening America to China, Nixon and Kissinger facilitated the growth 
of a third world country into the greatest threat we face today outside of our borders. We have enough threats inside. People who hate America, Antifa, BLM, the Democrats. But externally, there's one nation that wishes to replace us, one nation that has a plan, and one nation that is a peer competitor. People don't even realize when we walked into the White House measured on purchasing parity power, communist China had a GDP larger than America's. We turned that around under President Trump, but they're back again. Thanks to the man in the White House whose son got a $1.4 billion deal from the Communist National Bank of that regime. Yeah, look it up. So whatever you say about Henry Kissinger, one thing is for sure. He made the modern superpower threat of China possible. Now let's move on to the real news of the day. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. If you enjoy the long form, the deep dive discussions we have here with the best of guests, the true experts, the real newsmakers. Make sure you are subscribed on whichever podcast platform you prefer. Just plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, on the Salem Podcast Network, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whichever it is. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And if you want that man back in the White House who understands the threat of China, and knows how to deal with it. We've put his booking photograph on a yard sign, on a t-shirt, on a mug. It's our number one seller right now. Has a very simple phrase. Trump 2024. Get yours today. SebGorkaStore.com That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A Store.com And do support him directly. DonaldJTrump.com This is America First. Stay on this channel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.